1: It is episode 115 of the Say Hey Podcast, part of the Belief Podcast Network. I am Doug Hayes. It is December 12th, 2023. Rob, we're only one day apart from our last recording. This is incredible. It's unprecedented. And we're here because I'm going to let you have the floor, Rob. Who did the Giants (laughs) just get today? The Giants have signed. No. Oh, okay. Pending physical.
0: The Giants have agreed to terms. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. KBO... Well, hell, let's just call him a KBO legend, the greatest KBO player of all time. Let's just let's go all the way with this, Jung Hoo Lee, as I like to call him. Yoo Hoo! And finally, the Giants have reached out and brought in a player that they actually wanted that didn't cost more than five do- five bucks. So big, it's it's not much, but for us, for Giants fans. It's something, and that's why we're back here one day later.
1: Rob, who did they sign? Who? Who? Jung-Hoo Lee.
0: Jung-Hoo Lee, baby.
1: Six years, $113 million. He does have an opt-out after year four, after the 2027 season. Um, I, I know I jumped the gun on you there, but I was just like, we can't, we can't <laughs> jinx this shit because... You know, obviously the Giants have, we like last year, I remember I even think after they, you know, agreed to terms with Correa, I think I titled the episode Giants signed Carlos Correa. It's like, no, 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 no. nothing signed yet. Like they just agreed to terms. This dude's still got to go through the physical. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Where we have PTSD, but no. um, Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's that, you know, like we said, episode 114 with Brooks last night, we came on here and we kind of had a good rant session for about an hour and it wasn't specifically towards the whole Otani situation, which a little bit of stuff came out today, and maybe we'll touch on that at the end. But mm-hmm. um, you know, just just the overall frustration of being a Giants fan the last couple of seasons have kind of just gone to a tipping point. But the Giants do something today, um, and they bring in a guy who is ultra athletic, hits for a high average, can hit for power. He's only twenty five, um, and. Did they overpay f- for him? Probably. I mean, we had some uh predictions of like MLB trade rumors have like 5 for 50 mil. I've, I saw CBS Sports was 6 for 90 mil. So somewhere in the 10 to 15 range. Yep. And obviously the Giants go and give him almost 20 year, but we've said this before like if you're going to bring in especially bats, you're going to have to you're going to have to overpay or pay more than anybody else is willing to offer. And I'm sure we'll hear in the upcoming days like I know he was linked to the Padres pretty heavily. Like, did they have a formal offer and what was it for Um, anybody else had an offering, but you know, the giants have gotten to the point. Finally, they're like, screw it. We need to bring someone in and this guy can help. Um, So yeah, initial, initial thoughts are, you know, I'm excited. They got someone.
0: Yeah, definitely. You got to be excited. Right. Like, like I said before, like it's somebody they targeted for a long time now, from what we've been told, uh, the, Farhan and some of their scouts have been over in, in Korea um, scouting him and a couple other guys for, for that matter, but but him specifically for a, a while now. And it's just, yeah, it makes you feel good to, to, to finally say, yeah, the Giants went out and got somebody that was highly coveted and, and on, on their radar. Do we know if he's going to hit you know, 320, 330 like he did every year over there at yeah. least? No, we don't know that. I mean that that's the KBO is coming to the major leagues. Like like none of none of this is for sure, but it's yeah, it, it's a step in in the right direction. It's a you have solidified center field for the next you know four to six years, pretty much. And he's the six time Gold Glove winner over there, so. The old saying is, "Defense usually travels." You know, if nothing else, defense defense and effort travels. So, if if nothing if nothing else, it's good to have that finally solidified in Oracle Park. Nothing against Mikey Stramski, but I mean, he's he's in his thirties. You know, Joe Lee is twenty five. Uh, a young 25. A young twenty five. So it's 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 kind of like 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 our buddy say, "Hey, Brooks was." texted us on the site earlier it's almost like they took one of their prospects and just extended him to a six to a six-year 119 million dollar deal or, or whatever sure. it is that, that they gave him you know it's kind of the equivalent to that because he's because he's so young but just just the fact that they were able to go out and bag him yeah it does my heart wonders cause, just after last night because we, we were really pissed
1: yeah, but you're right. I mean, and starting off like with what you started off with, and the Giants get their center fielder of the future. They've been they have been without a true center fielder for quite some time. Um, I mean, gosh, not even like a pure <laughs> center fielder. Like the what's what's the last time we had like an everyday center fielder? It feels like maybe Denard Span, Angel Pagan. It's been at least mm-hmm. six, seven plus years, but right. um the pros for this guy, and, and we'll take some time to like get to know him even more than we do now. We don't know a ton about him, but we have seen some video, we've seen some notes on him. Um, he's an impressive player. Um, I mean, he's he's very athletic, like you said. I keep seeing back and forth, by the way, and I've said six as well, but I see five gold gloves, six gold gloves, whatever it doesn't matter, yeah, right. But he's won multiple gold gloves like consecutively. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude can play defense, uh, mm-hmm. and he he can track down a ball in center field really well, which especially in that big right center gap at Oracle is important. And that's going to be fun watching him get to do it on an everyday basis, because guess what giants fans, if you sign a guy to this kind of deal, he's going to be in the lineup every day. So thank God for that. Um, So yeah. And and he is, I don't, I don't know if we mentioned it, if you did, I'm sorry. Uh, He is, he was the KBO MVP in 2022 and like monster numbers in 2022, 142 games. Um, he had 36 doubles, 10 triples, 23 home runs. I'll talk about his power in just a second, but 113 RBIs hit 349, 421, 575 with a 996 OPS. I mean, just gaudy numbers. Um, at the age of 23, um, and then this last year did have a shortened season, he broke his ankle. um, I'm not exactly sure when he did it, uh, but he appeared in 86 games, only hit for six home runs, 45 RBIs, but still hit 318, 406, and 455 with a still very strong 860 OPS. So, yeah, I mean, the guy puts up crazy numbers. He's hitting 340, like you said, for his career over there. Um, can steal the bag, hasn't much the last couple years, and who knows how much that broken ankle is going to you know, touch his athleticism um but yeah man he's th- this is a good get and um he was number 16 on the athletics list of top mlb free agents he was number five on my list i remember that i don't remember where you had your he had was on hon- yours he was an honorable mention for me okay so like 11 then for you so yeah. i was a little higher on but i mean th- the thing is and we've talked about this with yamamoto um we don't know if that stuff's going to translate over but um I think it's good that you get a guy who is he, he he's obviously smart at the plate. His on-base percentage is always a really good. He's got a 407 career on-base percentage. And I know this is kind of what I'm tying in. The KBO is different from major league baseball. Like <laughs> yeah. pitching is completely different. Yeah. Um It's a very, very good league. The KPO is a very good competitive league. It's one of the best in the world outside of M- MLB. But, yeah. um, you know, it may take a little time to get used to it. But like you said, there's. There's a lot of positives from this. The dude's going to be 26 in August. I mean, he's he kind of hits the all fields. Again, ultra-athletic on defense. And um, we'll see. He walks a lot. Some seasons he's had, actually, in fact, most seasons, he's had more walks than strikeouts over there. So he's got a good eye at the plate. Yeah, he puts the ball in play.
0: And, um, yeah, going to face a little more velocity over here, obviously. You know, dudes don't throw very hard yeah. o- over there. And, like, you know, the, the great – Eric Fetty just won a uh, MVP this year over, over there. <laughs> and if you, if you don't remember who Eric Fetty is, he pitched for the Washington nationals here for a while and he wasn't very good. And so he goes over to the KBO and he dominates the league and becomes the MVP. So yeah, that, that goes to you right there. There's a bit of a contrast between styles between uh, the KBO major league baseball, obviously, Um you know, I was I was thinking earlier. Remember, remember when, remember when the Giants called up uh, Luis Matos, and basically every announcer just assumed because he was, he was ath- athletic that he was fast and could steal bags. <laughs> I am so waiting for that to happen with Jung Hoo Lee because you, you you watch his highlights and like, oh man, like you watch him on defense, man, this guy can cover ground. He takes good routes, man, and yeah. and he's an athlete and he's he's gonna bring speed to, to the base pass. Not necessarily, because like, like like you just like you just mentioned, his his high for steals o- over there was only thirteen in, se- in seven years o- over there. So he's not, he's not a guy that's going to swipe you a lot of bags. Maybe that develops over time. We'll see what happens. But it's hard to not be a, a, a over overly excited right now because it's just it's just such a breath of fresh air compared to. You know Austin Slater and Mike Isstremski, and you know, we'll see what happens with you know Luis Matos. We're still very, you know very high on him, obviously, but yeah, it's Bob Melvin. You know, so far, I mean, he didn't they didn't get Otani, but the the word when the Giants hired him was you know look for him to you know, he has good connections you know with with the uh, with the Korean and the Japanese players and you know the Japanese league over there and the KBO and sure as shit yeah they 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 get one albeit an overpay but so far so good i I gotta say
1: at least it's not a you know 40 45 million dollar a year overpay this is you Mm -hmm. know i i didn't do the math but it's probably about 17 18 a year which is very manageable just just comp it to other dudes like Mm -hmm. logan webb's making 18 this year i believe um, Michael Conforto is going to be making 18 this year. So it's, it, it is a, it's a chunk, but it's not like to a point where it's going to handicap you in, you know, moving forward now over the next couple days, couple weeks, like this means that the giants obviously could add more. still, of course, because, mm-hmm. um, and I do want to point out too, the, uh, transfer fee, the posting fee is about 19 mil. So total, it's going to be about 132 mil, um, oh, oh. to get i didn't know that yeah 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 so total total 132 mil so um but impacting on other free agency um obviously like this is a start and and i don't i think rob can back me up on this like we're not coming in here saying like holy shit like here we go this is the superstar we needed like like obviously we're excited to see what jung huli can become with the giants um but this has to be one of the you know several pieces missing to the puzzle there has to be more moves to be made um and this and in this offseason so if this is the first of three or four moves made then great like mm-hmm. let's get going and you know maybe Rob and I can start being happy again on the show <laughs> <laughs> but so let's just talk about one specific guy and then we can kind of talk about a couple other dudes and options but like I know we talked about him a lot last night and that's Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and obviously you and I are both very high on him. I I still think because of what the Dodgers just did the other day with Otani's contract, like they're gonna throw a lot of money at him um, mm-hmm. to go there. But do you think in any way possible, like this ups the Annie maybe the chances of the Giants maybe being able to get him? I mean, maybe slightly. Like I'm more optimistic
0: than I was before, like 24 hours ago, almost. To the exact minute, yeah, I'm more optimistic because yeah, they go out and get Jung Hu Lee, and like I just just mentioned about you know Bob Melvin, you know pretty good re- re- you know relations you have with those players over there, and yeah, Yoshi's another guy that the Giants have been that they've been tracking him for a while. Like we heard about Yoshi off and on all throughout last year, just like Jung Jung Hoo Lee. So the Giant the, the Giants have been in on both of these guys and and, and, yeah. and, a, and a couple others so yeah I'm I'm more optimistic than I was a day ago but seeing yeah like you said with what the Dodgers just did it's hard to really be like okay Yoshi's coming now for sure because we got Jung Hu Lee and you know they wanna they don't want to end up facing each other in, in the big leagues or anything weird like that I saw because I you, you might have seen it today, Doug. Uh, I did. Yeah, a couple guys were retweeting videos from like 2020. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yoshi against uh, Jung Hu Lee and Jung- Moonshot. He, uh, yeah, and Lee takes him yard and he has a couple other hands. <laughs> They're like, Yoshi, you don't want to face this. So the Giants, you know the Giants are, are going to sign him. He wants to sign with the Giants now. And yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, it, it makes me feel like there's definitely more of a chance. And just that maybe maybe they do know what they're doing a little bit on this free agent cycle. I don't think so because we're all still stung from Otani, but I think we're all still stung from Otani. Cause once we heard about the deferral payment and the fact that he's with the Dodgers, we knew that we knew the giants were not going to get Otani. I think we're all just, still just pissed that yeah. he's, he's playing for like, you know, minimum wage for the Dodgers for the next <laughs> 10 years.
1: That's, that's a good point. Um <laughs> But like talking about other free agents, like I, I think this, it, it doesn't completely rule out. And I mean, if you want to hear my thoughts on Cody Bellinger, go back to the last couple episodes I've talked about him. I wouldn't be thrilled if the giants got him, um, especially now that they've solidified center field. And I don't think, I don't think that they would go get him to DH or even play like a first base and play some outfield. I just, I, I, I feel like Cody Bellinger is a guy that's going to be in the lineup every day. somewhere. learn. Um, I feel like the Giants can just go elsewhere now with that. And I I feel like it's inevitable. I'm like indifferent if they were to bring in a Matt Chapman. Um, But I feel like it's inevitable. Like after all the talking about it and, you know, he loves playing for Bob Melvin. Um, So like if, if on top of, you know, Lee, if they brought in Chapman and then they were able to somehow miraculously get, Um Yamamoto or like even again a guy I'm not crazy about but like would love to have him Blake Snell now we're talking like that's a uh, that's an offseason and then of course if you did bring in a Chapman you could you know move Casey Schmidt and then we've talked about Luis Matos because now there's someone in center field and you know Grant McRae down in I believe he's probably going to be in Richmond this year like it opens up um, avenues for the Giants to move some of these MLB ready guys and their prospects the more free agents they bring in so um you know definitely interested to see what avenue they uh, they go next after this
0: yeah well we saw Bob Nightingale I mean it's Bob Nightingale so take that for you know with a Grand what Assault worth, yeah. right
1: he had mentioned today
0: talking about Cody Bellinger that the Giants were still in on him and pursuing him along with a few other teams so uh, we'll we'll see how how that all shakes out. I would have to believe that if they're if they somehow land Cody Bellinger, that you're going to see a couple, at least a couple trades between Dstrzemski, Haniger, Conforto, um, Austin Slater. Like I don't think they would trade. I don't think they're looking to trade Luis Matos. I mean, they could, especially
1: if it's you know, worth
0: it. If, if it's worth for like uh, Corbin Burns or somebody like that. Sure. You know. But yeah, if if they go the Cody Bellinger route, um, yeah, the outfield definitely it's going to be sh- shaken up quite a bit, and, and right field is a pretty tough task out, out there in, in, at Oracle. So they, Mike Mike Stripsky has played that as well as anybody. I want to throw that in. I'm not piling on Mike Stripsky saying he's a garbage right fielder because he's a good right fielder. Yeah. But, that's fair. But if they go the Bellinger route, there's going to be a, a, some some shakeup, and I think that that's all in play right now. And for guys like Matt Chapman, yeah, that that got out so quick, for, like almost the day the season ended. Oh, Farhan and Bob Melvin—they've already been you know talking to Matt Chapman, and they there's some mutual you know interest there. And like, oh fuck, here we go, because the Giants have <laughs> a thousand third basemen. But yeah, <laughs> but so there, I I truly think there's going to be a, a if, if they sign Bellinger or Chapman you will see a trade or two, whether it's Wilmer Flores, J.D. Davis, Casey Schmidt, whatever. Like if you bring in one of those guys, dudes are going to be shaken up. But in terms of like Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, you know, that's, I think pitching is open season for the Giants right now. You don't have to do anything to the roster. If you, if you want more, more pitchers. And I think that, you know, the way it's looking, if the Giants want to compete immediately. They're gonna to have to start out pitching teams like they're gonna to have to bolster that that lineup because I, or that, that 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 starting rotation because I'm not sure how much they can really do to their lineup one one through nine right now. I just I just don't know if they can do enough to compete with the the Padres, the Dodgers, or hell even the Diamondbacks. But pitching the pitching is wide open right now. They they can go out and be 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 aggressive for your yeah for guys like Snell and, and Montgomery and Yoshi of course. So, I think everything is still in play for for the Giants, but for for position players it would involve a a couple of trades with guys who are currently on, on the roster, but pitching there, there's nothing holding them back from getting more pitching right now.
1: So, let's look at the big picture. I have the Giants like future payroll up in front of me and it's definitely interesting to think about now that you factor in lee to the equation and i was wrong earlier i i forgot that webb's deal doesn't really kick in until next year so he's he's making 8 million this year but let's look at the 2025 payroll so there's a player option for mitch haniger which if he struggles or stays hurt again good chance he does pick that up for yeah. 17 and a half in 2025 taylor rogers is on the books for 12 mil um Webb gets paid 12 mil in 2025. Wilmer has a player option for 3.5. And then Luke Jackson has a club option for seven. So in total, I mean, we're looking at Rodgers and Webb are there for sure. Now factor in Lee, who we don't know the year by year breakdown yet. Um, Let's just say it's 17 million. So the guaranteed guaranteed contracts in 2025 would be about $41 million approximately. So, you know, kind of just going on the point. Of it, and, of course, like you go one step further, I won't take too long. But 2026, Logan Webb will get paid $23 million that year. And then there's Jung-Hoo Lee. That's yeah. it. Uh-huh. So the Giants absolutely could still sign, set, like, multiple massive pay, uh, you know, uh, contracts um that in a couple years if you have three or four these guys that are making let's just say 20 plus a year you still can maneuver with that and so there is we talk about all the time financial flexibility well like this is the financial flexibility and so i know our tune's a little different from it was 24 hours ago but it's like okay like this is step one and the giants finally took that step of course you know jokingly but semi-jokingly like get through the physical let's get this guy signed okay boom like there's our center fielder and then yeah let's let's see what else we can do and i've been hammering home if the giants can sign two or three of these free agents and make one to two trades like man if if they hit the money on all of them they can compete next year it's it's not impossible for the giants to compete in 2024
0: it's not hard to compete in general i mean you got three wild card spots now (laughs) like it's not it's not that hard to quote unquote play meaningful baseball into September. That's an actual quote from the Giants front office and how important that is to them. That's not hard to do. They've done it the last two years and they've been absolutely fucking horrible. So <laughs> but but yeah when you talk about financial flexibility, I think after we what we saw the Dodgers just do with Shohei Otani. You think I don't I, I don't want to hear about money issues and problems when it comes to the San Francisco Giants, considering they're still in in relative terms, they're still not. They're not paying anybody anything. Nobody's making any money on that team. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: okay, we got Yuhu now who's making nineteen a year, <laughs> and then you know Web got Web got his contract. It, but and outside of that, you got Hanneker making what, like what fifteen? What, I think he's and
1: making 14, fourteen, fifteen, fourteen, yeah, something fifteen. Like yeah, that.
0: I mean nobody's making any money. You, you just riled them off with Taylor Rogers and Luke Jackson and you know Scalfani and stuff. But that's but that's all. That's all short-term stuff. There's nobody there extended for four or five years right now outside of Webb and Jung-Hoo Lee. So yeah. there's there's nothing holding them back. It's just except the players' desires to want to come here and play. And that's why we we go back to like we ranted on last night. If players don't want to come here, you got to hit the trademark and you got to hit it hard. I still mm-hmm. think that's their best avenue. It, like they can go out and go like – you want to get a guy like Corbin Burns. You can do that. The, the Brewers have already said, you know, they're open to that. A guy like Shane Bieber, you know, they, they almost said that. God, I always, I'll always say the Indians. I'm about to say the, the Guardians, but then the Indians always I just always off. say
1: Cleveland. I, I just know, always say Cleveland. Yeah,
0: Cleveland. Yeah, but they're, they're willing to deal pitching. So, yeah, like there's – I don't want to go down that, that route, that discussion – about financial flexibility, how like, oh man, we just took a major risk because we just signed Jung Hu Lee. No, I I don't think they would. E- even the Giants, the Giants have has said Greg Johnson these fools. They they said some dumbass shit, you know you know the last couple of years about breaking even and this and that. I, I don't think they're gonna cry like, oh man, we we're we're really throwing out money here just because we went out and signed a guy to a six to a six year contract. So no, it's all there's no excuses. There's no excuses in terms of money. It's it's all out there for him.
1: Yeah, and I mean, speaking of like what they could do the rest of this offseason, um there was there were reports today. We kind of got a little bit more clarity of and we'll we'll wrap with this about what went down with Shohei Otani and the Giants. And obviously, I just want to start off this discussion by like, let's not forget that the Giants did not finish in his top three choices, okay? So this obviously was not about the money. Um, I mean, it was, of course, but also wasn't at the same time, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of just looking at tweets here. It said, um, oh, where was it? Where was it? You know what? I'm just going to skim it. I can't find the specific tweet. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it sounds like the Giants had offered Shohei Otani a record-breaking deal. And it's sounding like it was possibly and i may be wrong on this but it sounded like it might have been the 700 which is obviously what he went with with the dodgers and reports are saying like with every team that had offered or whatever like this whole deferral thing was in play for every organization so Mm -hmm. if let's say he was going to sign with the giants we'd be talking today about you know the giants are got otani and they're only paying him two million dollars this year and then i mean obviously we're feeling really good about things, Mm -hmm. but um, it just didn't happen. So we have to think about that. Like the giants were really serious and it sounds like they may have matched what he went with. So um, I kind of, I feel like, I don't know if that makes me feel better, but it kind of just is like, okay, well, I mean like they were serious about it. I don't know. Not, I mean, it, it goes, it goes to show that for the third time now,
0: the giants have they've they've gone for it with, with with these top-notch superstars they went for it with bryce harper they went for it with aaron judge and they went for it with, with otani but you can't make these guys want to want to come here and play right. here you, you can offer them all, all the shit you want like it you know it's there's there's many times in in life where you've i'm sure you've been offered to to do stuff but you're like oh yeah i'll give you Five million dollars if you jump off this bridge or or whatever. Okay, well if I don't live, then why would I do that? (laughs) You know, if if I'm going to be miserable the whole time with that five million (laughs) dollars, you know, like, or if I'll be dead, (laughs) like, then yeah, it's not it's it's not worth it. And I think that's kind of where Otani was at. If if that if that deferral offer was out there for every team, then of course he's just going to take the team that's best suited to win right now and. And we're he's gonna already it, living
1: down there. He's I mean, already
0: lives down there, and th- th- that team is, re- is really damn good already with b- before him, and now they can build around him in, you know, for the next ten years, and that way he's not weighing them down. So I have no doubt that the Giants were in on that because this is th- the third time that they've done that, and it doesn't it doesn't really make me feel better because. Because uh, a guy like him, you know, you know, he he comes in. They make they make that seven hundred million back hand over fist. You know, you, you know oh, that yeah. that yeah. mean that, that that money comes back. You know, they, they regain that money very quickly. So it's that's not that big of a deal. But same thing with Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge. I, I I believe that you know they they would have made that money back immediately. Yeah. But it's just I think our biggest fear, you know, and today is a good like you said a good step in the right direction. Our biggest fear was. Oh fuck! You know they went really hard for the top guy, and now they're just like, oh shit! Now, now what the hell do we do?
1: Now like, we got to fill the holes like yeah, they did last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'm, I'm glad they haven't done that yet. They haven't thrown up you know massive wads of cat cash at injured dudes and guys that nobody wanted just to fill out the roster real quick, yeah. and then and then pointing at the payroll. The they go look at we spent a lot of money. Yeah, you spent a lot of money on guys that suck, and mm-hmm. and guys and guys who are coming mm-hmm. off injuries. injury. So. It, it makes me – I'm glad they went for it. We knew they weren't going so to sign Otani, so that never – to hear they came in fourth or fifth or whatever the hell it was, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And quite frankly, it's hard to be mad at Otani for that. Like, they, The Giants would be fourth or fifth on my list too if everybody was offering me the same amount of money.
1: But yeah, so the, the positive though with this is the Giants still could spend – several hundred million dollars mm-hmm. or you know yeah. invest in that this this offseason so we know they got it yeah yes they, they're willing to go for 700 i'm not saying they're gonna get to 700 this offseason but they could definitely bring in good pieces free agency wise uh you know to spend four or five hundred million this offseason and then you make a couple of trades and those guys that could be coming back in trades they're not really making much i mean we've discussed <laughs> Like you said, Corbin Burns, he didn't make much last year. I think he agreed to the qualifying offer or or, or it was – no, it was an arbitration uh, yes. settlement and, and it was not much. It might have been like 10, 10 $11 Yeah, Randy Arena is not getting paid much. Tyler Glass now is not getting paid right. a ton. Dylan Cease, Luis Robert. There are plenty of trade options that they could bring in on top of – Mm-hmm. You know, one to two more free agent signings and boom, like we got a team here. So again, like I said, this isn't a, an organizational altering move or day to day, but is a step in the right direction, like we're excited to have Jung-Hoo Lee in the lineup every day um, and see what he can bring to this team. And hopefully he's one of several additions to this Giants team that desperately needs additions. So
0: yeah, yeah. I think. Good. I think everybody I think everybody should be on the table too. I think all, all those prospects like we said last night I think yep. they yep. should all all be on the table. Manto, you know, Luciano, all all those guys like if if you can improve the team in the next 4 to 5 years, you know, yep. by tra- trading those guys, go for it because you really at the end of the day you don't you don't know about those guys. They're mm-hmm. just they're just prospects that that you got. So
1: well, Rob, I hope we're back on here again soon for an episode 116, uh, you know, because that means the Giants signed or traded or did something again significantly. So again, make sure you are subscribed. Uh, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, um, you can find us there's, uh, Apple podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, the believed at believe.com. You can find all of our shows there, of course. um, and if you're feeling nice, leave us a nice review um, and uh, we can show up more in your feed. So uh, follow us on X and on wherever at Giants Chatter uh, on Facebook as well. So all that it's, it's in this show description. So I don't need to go through all of them. So <laughs> thanks for going, uh, Rob, uh, coming tonight. And I, I didn't think that uh, we'd be talking again tonight so soon. But uh, it's good to see your face again because that means something good happened. So no, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Doug. And thank you, Yoo-hoo. Who? Who? Yoo-hoo.
0: (laughs) Ha-ha. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swingin' at the plate. Say hey.